Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast and a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Hope you're all well. Today we're going to be speaking about mistakes and regrets and all that kind of jazz. I'm going to be telling you what mistakes I've made in my career. I'm going to be updating you on how Sober November is going. It's not going very well. And I'm also going to be giving you updates on how my copper coil is going. It's, again, not going well. I had another stranger inside me this week. For the update this week, I don't really have much to tell you. I, I've been quite tame. Now, I did tell you guys I was doing Super November and I told you that I failed and I was really, really disappointed in myself. And like, if I can't like not drink for one month, then do I have a problem? Um, and I was last time I spoke to you, I was about to go to Kendrick Lamar and I was like, okay, guys, let's see, like, will I drink tonight? And I was like, I really had the intentions of not drinking. My thing is, is I don't know if I like, I came to this realization that I can say no to plans so easily and I won't actually really get FOMO. I did say before that I get really bad FOMO, but as long as like I'm sitting in with someone and like I'm eating nice food and I'm watching something good on TV, I've been watching White Lotus on TV and Manifest, which is really good, but you have to pay like 13 points for each season. I can never really like, every time I say this on my podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, I've started watching this series and I pay like 12 points for each season though. It's like really, really annoying. Everyone's always like, you can get it on this platform. And I'm like, don't tell me that now because I've just spent like 44 pounds and I'm watching a fucking series but anyway I've been watching Manifest I went to watch it on Netflix and like I was like half an hour into this episode and I was like I'm really fucking confused here like I was I was liking it was like my kind of vibe of a series but I was just like there's so many things unexplained I feel like they haven't really like introduced any characters to me and then it took half an hour to realize that um I was actually watching season four episode one of season four and they only put season four on Netflix and I was like that's really fucking sly like because they didn't really like they didn't notify me that it was season four so then I had to go on I think I started watching on Apple TV now which is a fucking ripoff if you do you have to pay for Apple TV I feel like you might have to pay like a subscription to Apple TV but then everything on Apple TV also costs so I'm spending a lot of money on Apple TV right now to watch Manifest but it's really good if you haven't seen Manifest you should watch it it's what a plane that takes off and then it lands five years later but they just the people on the plane just think that they were just like on a normal flight but then they've been missing for five years it's pretty good so I've been watching that recently and like I actually been enjoying just like kind of like sitting in watching that and I don't really get FOMO but I, and that's a good way for me to like avoid drinking and stuff however if I go out like if I say yes to plans and I go out I can't do it sober I'm just not at that point in my life where I'm like able to be the only sober one I think as well because the people I surround myself like no one is sober everyone like goes out and has a few drinks so I'm just like struggling to be the only one sober I just don't think I've got that much willpower I've been drinking since I was like 16 it's just I'm not I don't think I'm confident enough like I'm not very extroverted when I'm sober I don't think I feel like I am. I feel like I must be. I just, I find it really, really, really shit being around drunk people when you're sober. So I was going to Kendrick Lamar and I was a bit stressed. I was like, oh, I've said, I I was obviously going to go to Kendrick Lamar. I wasn't going to turn that down. And I was going with my friend as well. um, So I didn't want to like let her down. And I was a bit concerned that because I was going out, I was going to have a few drinks. And... I got an Uber like from my house and then we were doing like a two stop. We were picking up my friend and then we were going to go to the O2 to watch him. And she was like, oh, should I bring some like Prosecco for the car? And I was like, no, I'm doing Sober November. And I was like, really, really proud of myself. I was like, that's incredible. Like you've done really, really well here. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too. So let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Moneymaker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. 
with more than 88 million in prizes, ranging from 50 to $500. Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. So she didn't bring Prosecco. We both went together. No drinks. We got to the O2. It was quite like, I don't know, I just find like really big, I feel like like anyone, I find like concerts quite daunting. Like there's just so many people, like the O2 is fucking massive. There was just so many people running around. I was a bit nervous because I didn't really know what I was walking into because I was going like with this clothing brand and they, they put us in a box. So I was like, I just, I didn't know, I don't know. I didn't really know what to expect. So we like walk up to the box and like I walked in and like, I didn't know, like I, I, I literally only knew my friend. I knew that like a few people that worked for the brand, but like there was a lot of new people. And that's something I also struggle with is like new people and like going to events with new people and like being sober. Like I, I would really, I feel like I have to have a few drinks to talk to new people. And then like also another thing that I overthink a lot is like if I'm not drunk enough, like I don't, like I can't dance. Like and I'm not very, I'm not a good dancer. I'm like, I overthink a lot. Like if you ever see me like dancing at the club, like just know that I am like thinking about it like so much. I mean, like, I, and I find myself mirroring people a lot. And I feel like if anyone ever like caught me out doing it, they'd be like, what the fuck? But like if I'm at a club and like I'm with someone and I think like their dance moves are kind of cool, like I will just mirror them. And like there's this, like, one of my friends, um, she dances in a certain way. And I remember like when we first became friends, we went out and I saw her, like, this is like so fucking weird actually. And I don't, I don't, don't really know why I'm telling you this, but like I saw her dancing in a certain way and she would like flick her head in a certain way. And I didn't dance like that. I was very much like a, like a, a, a bobbing my hair, but she flicked her head in a certain way. And I was like, oh, she looks really cool. And no, and then I like just every time I went out and like I'd be like on a dance floor with my friends, I would just start dancing like that. And now I, that's how I dance. And like every time I dance, I'm like thinking like, God, I just fucking stole this poor girl's dance move. Anyway, um, I do I mirror people quite a lot. Even when I've had a few drinks, I'm already overthinking dancing. So like sober as well, I was just like struggling. Um, to the point that I'm just not enjoying myself. So the, I got to the box, was feeling a bit nervous because I didn't really know many people. I tried. I like I said no. I just got like a diet coke. Sat down in the chair. The the music came on and people started like you know dancing. And I was like, fuck, I actually like I don't know how to move my body right now. Like I feel like I'm quite good at finding, like. A rhythm I'm not like okay I don't know I'm really really terrible at dancing but I did dance my whole life I did like well modern dance like it's not like cool dancing but like I have danced my whole life and you know I'm quite musical so and I couldn't even fucking find the beat to like bob in the right time too because I was just like that nervous and I was like fuck this I'm having a drink so I had a drink and then I went out and it wasn't a crazy one I was in bed by one but like yeah I did drink and then I've, I do feel a bit disappointed in myself again <laughs> But I had a really, really good night. Like the next day, something I like, one of the reasons I wanted to stop drinking just for a month, which I haven't done because I've already drank like twice, but it's because I find myself like being just like a bit of a slob when I'm hungover. And it it is kind of because I like, I really enjoy being a slob. Like I'm quite a lazy person. So like having an excuse to like lie in bed all day because you're hungover, like I do quite enjoy. But like, like sometimes I take it to the extreme and I genuinely won't leave bed for like three days. And I just like really hated, like I hate doing that. So like, I told myself, you know what, if you're going to drink tonight, can I drink tomorrow? You need to wake up in the morning. Like, you need to do things. And I did do things. And I went to the gym and I was like quite productive. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And I'm not going to drink again until the end of the month. I'm not going to drink again until December. I told myself that. I'll update you on how that goes. But I just, yeah, that, that's what I'm telling myself. Um, so that's why Super November is going. Uh, what else has happened? Last time I spoke to you, I told you about the fucking copper coil, the most traumatic thing of my life. Like, Oh, I can't think about it. I hate it so much. But anyway, it's been over two weeks now since I got it inserted in me. Like two weeks since I got absolutely violated until someone went inside me and like ripped me apart from the inside. It's been over two weeks. I just really thought that like by now I would feel a lot better. Actually, today I do feel a lot better. But 
up until like yesterday this pain that I was having was like the worst pain of my life and I have a high pain threshold so I don't want you to sit here and be like oh she's just like a pussy like I genuinely like I do not I feel no pain <laughs> no but like I've had I used to have like really really bad periods and this is like worse than any period cramp I've ever had my sister came over to visit me well she goes to uni in Leeds and she came down to visit me this weekend and and she went to just go like shopping in East London so we went to Brick Lane and I was like really like trying because like if my sister come to visit me like I want to be a good host we were out for like half an hour and then I was like Emma I can't stand up straight like I had to like get down on my honkers and like bend over and like in half because my pain was that bad I had to leave my sister like shopping on her own and get an uber back home and like go to bed like after half an hour being up it like it tended to be like any time I stood up and I moved away I was just having a lot of pain um and this just like kept happening and like my sister probably had such a shit weekend because I just like wasn't a bit a good host I couldn't actually do anything with her um and I was just like, you know what, right, at this point, this is, like, debilitating. Like, I actually can't do anything. This is just shit. Like, I don't want to carry on like this. Like, I need I need to do something. Like, clearly something's wrong here. So, I spent yesterday 350 great British pounds on a ultrasound. I went to this, like, private gynecologist because I, I don't think, like, if, if I wanted to, like, go to the NHS to, like, just double check that everything's okay in there and the coil was, like, inserted properly, then I would have had, I feel like you would have had to wait for, I really, I don't even know how you would go about that process. You probably have to, like, go to your GP and then get referred and stuff. And I was like, you know what, I just need to, this to be sorted out now because I, I do not want this pain any longer. So I spent £350 and I went to this gynecologist and he was like, okay, right, we're going to do, like, an a fucking internal ultrasound which again is not very nice it's just like violating it's just like I don't want people like these this is like in, in the past few weeks this is the second person the second stranger I've had inside me not ideal anyway um he was like we're gonna do like an internal ultrasound and see like if it's all because he was basically like it's definitely in the wrong place like if you're having this much pain two weeks later like that's not normal like you shouldn't be having this much pain like I literally have been not TMI but like non-stop bleeding and like it's just not good and he was like we'll do an ultrasound and then if it's in the really wrong place we can just like yank it out well not yank it out he's like we can just take it out quickly for you and I was like okay pretty much like this like it's that's what's gonna have to happen here I'm gonna have to get it taken out so he does the ultrasound horrible by the way um not horrible it's actually not sore at all like getting the coil is 10 times worse but it's just uncomfortable like I'm sorry this is like the whole process of anything to do with down there is not nice like so you lie on this bed and you have like the fucking stirrups so this man comes over my my vagina is out just just out for this man to just examine right he then takes out this big it's like a wand but it's like a like a like it's 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 this big for some for some reason because like I'm not I don't think there's that yeah there's definitely not that much space like he'd be touching my fucking lungs with an instrument that big so it, it makes me think that there's no reason for the instrument to be that big and scary he then like puts a fucking condom on it which I'm thinking why what I wonder what purpose the condom has and then he just starts putting lube all over it and I'm like okay I know like this has to happen but it just feels a bit much and like just watching this this this, not a strange man he's like I'm sure a very good doctor because I had to pay 350 pounds to see him I'm sure he's very good but it was just like it's just a lot anyway he then goes inside me and he was like yeah no it's completely fine like it's in like the perfect place there's absolutely nothing wrong here and I was like well this is like I don't know I then I was like am I having like phantom pains like is this like all in my head and I was like no it's just genuinely not in my head because like I'm I'm good with pain like with my periods like I'm always I I, I, like I've never really let my periods like debilitate me before but these cramps were like 
off the fucking charts like I actually couldn't get out of bed um so then I was just like what the fuck do I do and he was like we can take it out and I was like oh but no because then I have like no contraception and I don't want to go back on the pill I don't want to like I don't know I just like I was like let me just leave it in for a few more weeks we'll see how it goes so at the minute I've decided to leave the coil in I'm not gonna like take it out because I'm like two weeks Olivia like you're a fucking pussy like just stick out this pain but it's just like oh I'm meant to be going to like Miami and Paris and like all, all these trips like in the next month and it's like well it's for work as well so it's like quite important that I'm not a fucking like grumpy painful mess and I'm feeling stressed about it I kind of regret getting it I kind of wish that I just like used condoms or something as like contraception I just I just oh it just feels like a lot of like I'm relying on like having like if you don't if you if you rely on condoms for sex as a contraception but also by the way if you're ever having like recreational sex with multiple people you should always be using condoms to protect yourself however if you have a partner and you know that this partner does not have any STDs and like you don't want to use a condom then it's like you kind of have to have something like you, you have to be on the pill you have to be on the implant you have to be on the coil and it's just like I just don't I don't want to go back on the pill I'm just scared of hormones for some reason like I really got into my head about hormones and it's because like I, I did have this like, epiphany like a couple months ago being like oh well I could be a completely different person like I've been on like on hormones since I was 14 but now I am thinking I should have just got the the, the marina the marina in, in, coil which is like basically what I have but it's like um one with hormones in it and it's a much more like localized hormonal situation like you're not pumping hormones through your bloodstream like it is just kind of like in your uterus kind of, I don't really know what I'm talking about but I am thinking if I am going to take out this copper coil I'm going to get the marina coil even though it has hormones because it's not as like intense as the pill or the implant so that's where I'm at with my whole coil situation. But yeah, I'm kind of thinking I regret it. And then because, oh, um, I also just was like, the whole way I went about it was like such a mistake. Like I'm, when I like get my, like get something in my head, I want to do something. I like have to do it. Like no one's going to stop me. And like, I've already made my decision. It's like, like I'm a very impulsive person. We've, I think we've kind of like established that, that I just like, once I get something in my head, I need to do it. And um, I didn't even like talk to my mum about it. And my mum was like, you're such a fucking idiot, Olivia. Like what, if you had rang me and like, like told me you were thinking about getting the coil, like I would have told you no, because I literally know people who have got the coil and it's like not good. And she's like, and my mum's like quite, I don't know. She was just like, I don't think you should have, okay. It's literally like modern science. Like it's completely fine to have the coil. But my mum was like, I don't think, you should have a mod- like a foreign object inside you. Like, of course, your body's not going to want a fucking foreign object inside you. It's going to try push it, push it out. It's going to give you contractions. It's going to give you cramps. Like, of course, that's going to be painful. You should have talked to me about this and I would have told you not to do it. So I think it was like definitely a mistake not speaking to my mum about it and like just like getting it in my head that I wanted to do the copper coil and just go and get it without doing any research. And then I thought today we should talk about mistakes because I'm very much in the whole like mindset of like, there's no point in regretting things in life because like, it's not going to do anything it's like about how you overcome things and how you like move on with things and never things like regretting things is not helpful for you at all it only make you spiral and I've like very implemented that in my life anymore I don't say oh I wish I did this or I should have done that I don't say that anymore um because it just negatively impacts your life but I do think it's important to recognize your mistakes so that you can move on from them and I definitely think maybe rushing into getting the copper coil could have potentially been a mistake So I asked you guys on Instagram for your guys' mistakes. I said they can be huge mistakes, they can be tiny mistakes and how you kind of move on from them. I'm trying to think about like any recent mistakes I've made. I think something that I regret and it's just kind of like prevalent in my mind at the minute because I am like considering like going back to how it was. Basically, I really, really regret ever dyeing my hair. But then it's also like, 
everything in your life adds up. Like, how do I say this? this? Is like a snowball effect. Like, if I hadn't dyed my hair, I wouldn't have made my first YouTube video that like blew up because my whole like first YouTube video that blew up was like about me dyeing my hair. I've deleted it now because I fucking hate it. But it was like about me dyeing my hair and that blew up. So if I had never dyed my hair in the first place, then I might not have like got this as a career. Do you know what I mean? However, the reason that I regret dyeing my hair is because my hair is literally like. I would take it out of the bun right now, but you'd be fucking horrified. It's like all starting like it's it's not a nice like it's not a shiny texture. It kind of feels like matted. It doesn't really feel like hair. It's because I've been like bleaching it so intensely. It's kind of like just like fried off to like here, but it's not like I do like short hair at the minute. I think it's really cool, but it's not in a nice. It's not been cut like that. It's just been frazzled off, um, and it's completely my own fault because like once you start bleaching your hair, you get this like blonde dysmorphia which I feel like only people that have blonde hair will understand, but, like, you constantly just want lighter and lighter. And, like, even if it doesn't look good, like, sometimes my hair, like... So, obviously, we're doing video now. Like, we can see each other. I was I was watching one of, like, my past episodes where I was doing video, and I was like, ew, why is my hair that colour? Like, I have literally bleached my hair to the point that it's just, like, yellow. Like, it's not, like, a normal, like, a natural hair colour. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going for here. It doesn't really match my skin tone. It doesn't match my eyebrows. Like, I, I literally just, like, I didn't care if it, like, suited me. I just wanted my hair as bright as and, like, as bleached as possible. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why did I ever bleach my hair in the first place? Like, my hair was in such good condition. It was down to like my literal ass. It was so thick. It had like such a nice wave to it. It was just nice, long, like a beautiful, like dark chocolate brown. And I just fucked it for no reason. But I'm actually dyeing my hair brown next week. So it is happening. Um, It's booked now. But yeah, um, I do sometimes think I regret dyeing my hair. But then you also just think like, if I hadn't dyed my hair, would I even be here? Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe if I had brown hair, people wouldn't have, like, wanted to watch my YouTube videos. I don't know what, what my thought process is there, but, yeah. Another thing that I sometimes regret is... Not regret, but, like, I think... I don't know if, it's, if I think it's a mistake. It, I really regret not pursuing my, like, dream of being a pilot. But then also, like, this is, like, the most amazing job ever. Like, I cannot, like... Like, I, I don't think negatively about, like, I literally get, get to work my own hours. I have complete creative freedom over this podcast. Like, I get to make TikTok and, t- like, fun TikToks and YouTube. And, like, that's, like, my fucking job. I get to do, like, campaigns. It's incredible. I would never, ever complain about this job. However, sometimes I'm, like, I could have done all this while also training to be a pilot. Like, I started... Actually, no, that's just not true. Like, I couldn't I couldn't live in London and, like, come record podcasts every week. But I really, really get in my head sometimes. I'm like, have I made a mistake here? Like, should I... When I first started making YouTube videos, it was, like, while I was doing my A-levels. And not gonna lie, my A-levels did suffer a bit. I definitely didn't put in as much work, which I don't really regret. Like, I'm like, oh, A-levels can always be reset. I got three these. It's actually not even that bad, but I definitely could have done a lot better than that. Um... But, like, I started doing, like, social media and stuff as I was, like, doing my air levels to go to pilot school. And, like, sometimes, like, I really get in my head thinking, oh, my God, I should have just gone to pilot school and, like, done YouTube videos along the side of that, like, document. Because, like, I really, like... Like, I kind of wish I had, like, something to document, whereas, like, now my life is this. It's, like, not... Oh, I actually don't even know how to explain it. I'm just, like, I always just get in my head and, like, I always just think, oh, I should have done that, I should have done that. It's just not helpful for anyone. And, like, I just feel like a career choice is a huge, like, choice in your life. Like, you have to, at one point, decide what you're going to do. And, like, it is really, really, really difficult to change that career choice. I actually, when I asked my Instagram and I went through this, the like, the answers about, like, people's, like, 
biggest regrets and mistakes and stuff a lot of people were saying like my career choice my uni course I decided to do like just like because it is like we do like we are like society is like we literally work till we die and that's it like once you decide like what you do like you just have to do that every single day and it is a big choice and like sometimes I do think oh fuck I should have been a pilot but then like I would have had to work like shit hours and stuff and like you like you have to like spend 120 grand on your flat your pilot course and then you go in like a low entry job you have to work up and it's just a lot and like I say oh I kind of wish I did that but like I definitely don't and like if I did I would have wished I did this like you're always gonna wish you did something so it's just no point in regretting it but I do sometimes think I want to be a pilot I mean at least I know if this ever goes to shit if like if I don't know if someday everyone loses all interest in me I could probably learn to be a pilot also I couldn't have learned to be a pilot whenever I was in school because there was no jobs because of covid oh my god remember that all the pilots lost their jobs I wonder if all the pilots got their jobs back interesting Someone said a mistake I have is not wearing my retainer after spending 3k and two years on braces. So, I I think everyone I know has made that mistake. It's just such like a, it's, it's a very common one. I had braces when I was like, I think 15 for like a year. My teeth were fucked. I had like three like snaggle nanny McPhee teeth. And I only had them for a year. I only had braces for a year. And I was like, that's pretty impressive. Like, cause like, you know, I swear there was always that one person in school that for some reason had braces for like six years. Like I, why was that? My brother and sister had braces for like four years. I don't know why I was so like in and out. But anyway, um, I got fitted with a permanent retainer which is basically like a wire on the back of my both on on the back of my top teeth and the back of my bottom teeth and I kind of just thought you know what I've got a fucking permanent retainer there is absolutely no need for me to wear my normal retainer and I haven't worn my normal I don't even think I still have my normal retainer like I literally like do not wear it Um, and my teeth haven't moved Uh, I'm just gonna look at them in the camera my teeth haven't moved that much I don't think I've still got very straight teeth I think I've i I've never felt self-conscious on my teeth. I think I've got a great smile. Um, I did a lot of like whitening when I like first got my braces off. I used to get like um the whitening gel like, from the dentist and put it in my retainers. And I just I've always felt like I've I've got a great smile. Like and I know that's very blessed because a lot of people like don't um aren't like don't have the resources to get braces and stuff. So like I don't know. I just like never really felt self-conscious about it. But also I got my braces for free. I don't really know what you, why you're spending two grand on braces. Like I remember I went to the orthodontist and obviously to get your braces free you you need to have like pretty shit teeth and like you need to say that you feel like self-conscious about them and stuff and I remember I went to the orthodontist and in a way that they can like um like judge if you should get your braces on the NHS or not is they like show you a pic like they give you like a sheet of 10 pictures of teeth and like the first one is like a perfect smile and the second one is like someone with like four teeth like hanging on by a thread out of their mouth and I was like they're like so which one do you think that you have and I was like I think I've got like a four like my teeth aren't like terrible you know I've got a few snaggle teeth but like it's fine you can't really see them and they're like no so your teeth are an eight and I was like okay <laughs> like so they were just like born to give me it for free like they just felt bad for me so they gave me it for free so I got my braces for free but I know there's a lot of people like on the cusp and they might like they might be like a six and they get to be a seven to get your braces for free so like I am very lucky that I got them for free I do like know that um however 
I decided that I wanted to get my teeth whitened again because I, I would just get like the whitening gel from the orthodontist put it on my in my trays, but my, my retainers literally do not fit me anymore. Like I remember I tried to like put them in, I think it was probably like a year and a half ago. I tried to like sleep with them in and I woke up at like 3 a.m. to like my teeth just bleeding. Um, It was not a pretty sight at all. I think they were like moving in my sleep. Like they, it basically just doesn't fit. So I can't do that. So I was like, I'm going to go to like a bougie dentist and get like my teeth just like whitened like in one sitting which also you can't do I thought you could do that at this dentist but turns out you can't do that so anyway I went to this dentist it was like a private dentist because I, I have I haven't been to the dentist in like I want to say like four four or five years because my dentist is in Belfast I obviously don't have a dentist in London so like when would I, I like I only really go home for like Christmas and birthdays and I'm not going to the dentist then so I actually haven't been to the dentist in so long now I think about it but um so I paid to go to this dentist because I was like I I actually probably really, really do need to go to the dentist and I don't really know how you like switch it over and shit. So I went to this dentist and I just kind of like said to them, you know what, I, I just want my teeth whitened. Can you do that for me? And they're like, yeah, we're just going to do like a full inspection of your teeth. So I was like, okay. I mean, I've got pretty, I, you know, I've got pretty great teeth, so I don't really have anything to worry about. Also, can I just bear in mind, I like, there was a, I go through these like phases where I feel a bit shit about, my, about myself <laughs> not about myself I just feel like shit in general and I mean I talk about it all the time I like don't get out of bed and I don't brush my teeth and I don't shower and all this shit um for like days when I just like feel like shit um which is fine it's just like my way of like if I I don't know it's not healthy at all it's not a good coping mechanism but like sometimes you just don't get out of bed happens um not gonna get into it but yeah I like sometimes I don't brush my teeth like if I'm not leaving the house which is not good for your teeth at all but I always just thought oh it's fine because like I've got great teeth like there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. Like when I smile, they look great. Turns out they're actually not. Um, <laughs> when this dentist did the inspection, he was like, "Okay, so you need three fillings, and the like plaque behind your teeth is crazy." And I was like, "Okay, fuck." He was like, "Yeah, like you're not brushing your teeth well enough." And I was like, "This is really embarrassing." Anyway, I just wanted my fucking teeth whitened, like let, like whiten my teeth and let me leave. Um, so I actually have to go back tomorrow to the dentist to get three fucking fillings he was like you have a hole in your tooth and one you've got like early signs of decay and then on the other you've got a big chip on your front tooth and I was like oh, do I fucking have a big chip on my front like am I missing something but anyway I'm going back to get three fillings tomorrow so that's that uh he also said I need to get Invisalign which I just like at this point I'm like oh my god, you're draining me of my money here because there's no fucking way I need Invisalign. He was like, your teeth have moved a lot since you got braces. They've become really narrow. And now I'm like fucking self-conscious of my teeth because I'm not going to get Invisalign. I'm not going to be one of those Invisalign people. I'm sorry if you're one of those Invisalign people, but I cannot get behind it. Like, I, if you go out for lunch with someone and you have to like take out your fucking spit saliva retainers and put them on the fucking table beside me I'll be getting up and leaving I will not be sitting eating lunch while your grim retainers just sat there on the table like that's not about me um so I was not I was I, absolutely not you know what I will get the fucking fillings but I'm not getting Invisalign I just I just like I can't stop staring at my teeth no I'm thinking like god everything I thought was true is not a lie I thought I had a nice smile but apparently I don't so yeah now I am thinking maybe I do regret not wearing my like my plastic retainers he said that like 
the whole permanent retainer thing is a bit of like a scam because like it doesn't actually stop your teeth from moving like it stops your teeth from moving completely but you you do need to wear both you do need to wear your plastic retainer so if you can take it from me my two like biggest mistakes is wear your plastic retainer and don't fucking bleach your hair because I fucking wish I had like my healthy long brown hair again like I've been really like on the side of TikTok well it's not even like on the side I feel like it's a huge trend on TikTok at the minute just like hair care and like people doing like like oil massages and just like people are like really into the health of their hair at the minute I feel like it used to be very much like like it was a big trend and like having extensions and like doing all these like like crazy like curls in your hair and like using a lot of like heat tools like straighteners and like curlers used to be like really like big things like they were trending on YouTube and all that like like hair tutorials and stuff like that was a huge thing on YouTube whereas now like the things that are trending are like different like hair masks and oils that you can use for your hair and like the Dyson air wrap which is just like minimal heat like everyone's just very into the health of their hair and it's like making me feel really shit about my hair so that's why I'm dyeing my hair brown I got a lot of rosemary oil I'm gonna start trying to do like an oil massage with rosemary oil I'll tell you how that goes I only bought it the other day um so yeah I'll let you know how that goes but yeah they're my two biggest regrets Someone said, my biggest mistake in life was not trying more things like dancing, horse riding, etc. Yeah, I feel like I get you. I, I, my sister came over to visit me this weekend and she was like, you should really have more hobbies. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you don't really do anything. You really like, you're in the position where you could like pick up hobbies like as you please. And I was like, fuck, you might be right, actually. Maybe I should bring up, like, get, get more hobbies. Um, and I have have I been doing I've been going to I feel like going to the gym is a hobby for me like I've been really getting into it I actually really like having something to do like I wake up in the morning like today I'm gonna go to the gym and like I feel really accomplished after and I guess it would be the same if I had a hobby like like I see people ice skating I was actually just talking about it with my friend earlier on about ice skating and I was like I've always just wanted to be that bitch that goes ice skating like you know when they get all the ice skating rinks around like uh, like they bring them up at Christmas and like you go and you're kind of like holding on to the side of the wall like like trying not to fucking crash into people and then there's that one fucking bitch just like soaring around the ice rink like doing little jumps and like going backwards and all I'm just like fuck off I'm so jealous like that that is a bitter moment for me I don't like being a jealous person but I feel jealous in that moment because I'm like you know what I like I'm 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 jealous about it but that could be me I could get 10 ice skating lessons easily and I would be able to do that so I don't know why I don't just fucking do it um so yeah, I feel like ice skating and horse riding was definitely something I wish I did when I was younger. I actually loved horse riding so much. I remember like my mum used to like enroll, well I used to like beg her to, and um, I would go to this like horse riding camp where it's basically like we had like a cottage up on the coast of like Northern Ireland and um, there was this, like stables nearby and they had like a horse riding camp which is basically like they had children come in and just like muck out like like pick up the shit of the horses and their like stables for a week and that was it and I just used to love it so much I used to be obsessed with horses like that is like definitely like a fantasy of mine of just like galloping through fields on a horse I feel like that's somewhat like everyone's fantasy like how fucking nice would that be I would just love that oh maybe I'm, I need to start horse riding I'm gonna I'm gonna but like where am I gonna fucking horse ride in London the only place I've ever seen people horse ride in London is Hyde Park which I think is just bizarre like, why are people horse riding there? That's not what I want. Like, and you can't, like, you can't run about in Hyde Park. Like, I want to, I want to be going as fast as a car on my horse. And another thing I really, really want to do is I want to start racing cars, but not against other people. I basically, like, I'm, re- I'm feeling really into cars at the minute. 
I'm like it's definitely like something I want to like actually like learn about and like whatever but I'm just really into driving and I'm really into cars and like I went to like my car got fucked I basically like um drove into a bollard don't want to talk about it and I had to like go get it fixed by my car guy like the guy who like wraps my cars and he's got like loads of cool cars he's obviously he's the car guy um and I went to pick up my car the other day and he like brought me down into like his um car garage and like showed me all his like fast cars and he was telling me about how he like rides these fast cars at like race um race courses like near London and like you can just like go to one of these race course courses and like like rent a car for an hour and you just go like so fast around it and I just think that sounds so much fun so maybe if you see me endeavoring in f1 driving bareback horse riding or ice skating just mind your business because I feel like that might have to be my new passion. Um, but I have been picking... Yeah, so I've been picking up, like, going to the gym and Pilates. I went to a Pilates class with my sister this weekend. No, I used to do, like, this, like, Pilates that was so fun. And it was, like, in the basement. It was, like, dark lighting and, like, club lighting, like, music. And I loved it so much. Um because it was like quite like, it was like stimulating I can't do yoga and like I can't like I'm, I'm not very good at like like yeah no I can't do yoga or meditation or, or anything like that because I just need like constantly stimulated and I find that too boring and like I find it really funny when someone start, starts being like feel your lungs expand with air I'm like no like this is embarrassing I can't do this I just like it's not for me um but I used to do like this like Pilates class it was so fun and you'd come out like dripping and sweat and you'd be like you know what that was really really worth it like that was a workout um but I pay but there's just like Pilates class near me um and I hadn't been before I'd always been wanting to go but it's quite like I don't know I was quite like scared to go on my own so I waited for my sister to come visit me and we both went to this Pilates class this Pilates class was 45 fucking pounds 45 pounds for a Pilates class but I was like okay this is gonna be the most incredible Pilates class of my life like I'm gonna I'm gonna become a member here it's gonna be so good I didn't fucking break a sweat like it was just like they were like feel your spine against the mat and I was like oh please I could get a better workout on my fucking bedroom floor from a 10-minute hour workout on YouTube. Like, this just feels like the biggest base of 45 points of my life. So now I'm like, okay, well, that Pilates place is like, fuck it, I'm not doing that ever again. So I'm trying, I'm still trying to find the best. If anyone's got any recommendations about, like, Pilates classes in London, which is quite a niche thing to ask you guys, so I'm not expecting a lot of replies. But if anyone's got, like, a Pilates class, it's going to make me fucking sweat. Because I like, I like, I like, like feeling like I've done a workout do you know what I mean like that's why I don't really like yoga like and I know like yoga is like really really good for you and like the people who do yoga do look incredible and their bodies are so like sculpted and stuff but like it's just not for me like I need to be like I need to be like punting that's what I need from Pilates class so if anyone's got any recommendations let me know um because I, I do want to be a Pilates girl like that like I, I love that whole like aesthetic of being a Pilates girl but that was just an epic feel for me and speaking of which I'm actually going to finish the podcast here because I'm going to go to the gym I mean I, I told you guys before I don't really do much at the gym I do 12 3 30 but I honestly can't recommend it enough like I think sometimes I used to like um I would kind of like get into a bit of a like a cre- not craze of working out but like I would get into like this mood of working out and I would go for like a 5k and it would really really exhaust me because like I would go for months like exercising and then I'll like decide I want to be like this like crazy fit person and I'll like fucking exhaust myself and then it kind of like like my lungs will be burning and I might do it like three times and then I'll be like oh I never want to do that again like it just like puts me off doing exercise and I think that's what I do every time and that's my biggest mistake is like I go too full on whereas like I try 12 3 30 which is if you don't know it's like you go on a treadmill you walk at a 12 incline for 30 minutes at three miles per hour 
it's very like low impact it's just fun like you can watch a youtube video you can listen to a podcast while you're doing it and you actually do break it like you get you get a bit sweaty like sometimes maybe after i'll do a bit of like abs or something but it's just like a very easy workout but it makes me actually like it gets my body moving and i don't know i actually feel like such a fucking like this is it's really not that revolutionary it's fucking walking in an incline but i genuinely feel so much better like recently after like like now i got into a bit of a routine of doing it and like it actually does give you endorphins exercising science is correct and that but like i just feel like i don't know it's really really nice and i would highly recommend and like you don't have to like fucking go to the gym to do it like you don't have to pay for a gym membership you can literally just go for a walk like i walked to my um my fucking gynecologist appointment yesterday and i was just loving it like i'm really enjoying walking whole girl walks are actually a real thing but yeah i'm gonna go do that after this podcast you know just get some endorphins because i haven't really done anything all day i lay in bed till two o'clock i lay in bed till two o'clock got a sunburn <laughs> i actually have a reason for getting a sunburn though okay because i i've said before i'm really embarrassed that i get sunburns it's actually like it's a terrible thing and you should never ever ever get a sunburn because they are literal like they will kill you like they they're literal cancer machines like sunburns are really really bad however i'm going away to the sun very soon i'm going to miami and mexico which i'll update you next week because i've actually like i'm not going for another couple of weeks no actually i'm going like in 10 days um but i'm quite fair skin and if i go directly from being in like the gray weather that is london at the minute for like from like three months like my skin is not tan at all and then i go into like mexico sun like I I will literally burn to a crisp and that is really, really bad for you. Even if I wear sun cream, like I will still burn. And also like I'm not very good at applying sun cream. So I just, I don't want to deal with like burnt skin on holiday. So sometimes before a very sunny holiday, if it's like a drastic change, like sometimes like if I go on a summer holiday, it's fine because I can just like go to the park in London and it's still like 23 degrees and you can get like a nice, like, like not a tan, you can get like, you know, like a, you're not going from like winter into summer, but because like I am, I haven't seen the sun for a while. I, I am, I've, I've got, I'm gonna get a couple sunbeds before I go to Mexico because it like I, my skin just can't handle that like drastic change if I don't get a sunbed before like I will burn anyway I don't I'm not want to encourage sunbeds because they're fucking terrible and they're really really bad for you um but that is all I've done today so I need to go to the gym <laughs> get a bit of movement in my body but I hope you enjoyed um this podcast I really enjoyed it just don't dwell on your mistakes and regrets in life it's more about how you move on from the now like I do I talked about how I regret dyeing my hair but I'm being proactive in ways I'm going to overcome it, like buying rosemary oil and dyeing my hair back to its natural colour. Anyway, I will see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.